is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another brand spanking new episode of the Comic Bookies Podcast, colliding the worlds of sports and comics for a 157th time. Welcome in. This week in sports, two of our teams, Manchester United and Liverpool, open up the third week of the EPL season, so we will discuss NASCAR. We've missed a few weeks, so we got Kevin Harvick to talk about the craziness at Watkins Glen and the final race of the regular season at Daytona this weekend. And of course, the NFL preseason rolls on, not just games, but plenty of news to get into, injuries and starting quarterbacks for week one and what have you. In the comic books and entertainment section this week, plenty of books to get into from over the last couple weeks, including uh, Detective Comics 1062, the 900th issue of Amazing Spider-Man, and of course, another brand spanking new book from AWA, so we'll get into all of that. And of course, in entertainment, another death, I thought I wasn't going to get into it, but I'm sorry, another death, House of the Dragon premieres on HBO Max, and do we really have to talk about Top Gun Maverick again this week? My god. But all of you watching or listening as you're driving or at home, enjoy episode 157 of the Comic Boogies podcast. Let's roll, baby. And just like the scorching hot garage that I'm recording in, we are ready to turn the heat up for episode 157 of the Comic Boogies podcast. Thank you so much for everyone watching live right now on our YouTube channel or listening wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This episode, just like all of them, are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California, this Wednesday, August 24th. 2022 is new comic book day so go and see alex or go and see all your local shops and please support your local businesses but alex specifically he can get it to you three different ways you can walk into the shop on wednesdays fridays and saturdays and pick them up he can walk them out to you in the scorching hot heat and drop them off in your car or like me he can mail them to you but uh it's myself and mark this week for episode 157 um dude it is i just want to say it's hotter than hell out here i don't know why i'm not recording in the house I just want to say that it was it's been it was triple digits all last week when I was in Colorado. Now I'm back and now it's a cool 98 degrees today. So, uh, man, people who just listen to this episode right now on like, you know, Apple iTunes or or like Spotify or wherever, they won't know what we just went through right now. I had to take like 16 takes to do this first couple of sentences because I don't know. I don't know if the heat's getting to me, but how are you, sir? Hopefully it's not that heat stroke though, man. I don't want to have to go over there and take off your clothes for you and put some, as I'm uh, drinking hot coffee too. What am I doing to myself? But yeah, man, it's an oven out here in certain spots. Uh, it's crazy, man. Nonetheless, happy 157 to you, Mike. We're yeah. back. Uh, we already know that pretty much this is the last weekend. Last weekend was without football until what February. So college yes, is about to start. That's about to be real fun, as everybody knows. NFL's about to start. You're choking all over yourself because our Raiders are three and zero in the preseason. <laughs> but uh, man, uh, yeah, just it's hot over here. Quick little story. I think it's crazy. These microclimates that we have here in the Bay Area. As you well know, I got free tickets to go to the Giants game. Right. Since we're not going to talk much baseball today, I don't think that's really in the cards or the agenda. Might as well mention it real quick uh, before we get into your little trip to Colorado. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of 157. But man, I'm over here. Uh, it's hot as hell. It's like 105, 106 registering in my car, right? I'm, obviously, those things aren't always accurate, but close enough, right? So we get free tickets to go to the Giants game. 
We have to go pick someone up in Daly City, right? We get over there. Dude, I look down. You know how it gets so foggy over there off the coast, and it's like 57. I was like, dude, just it's what, maybe like 70 miles away? And you got a 50-degree difference in 70 or like 70, 75 miles, which to me is just outrageous. It's like Mm -hmm. when you live in the Bay Area, summertime, you could really just pick what temperature you want to be in. You want to be scorching hot, you can come out our way. You want to be in the mid-temperature, you can be, you know, East Bay, uh, Castro Valley type, Hayward, Newark, Fremont, where we're from. You want to really, really cool off, man. You hit that peninsula over there, Daly City, Pacifica. Santa Cruz and whatnot at times, man, you just uh, this this temperature and the climate really is crazy over here in the Bay Area. But that's my yeah. rant. I know ever since I moved, it's hot as hell. I know what you deal with. Um, there is air conditioning here, luckily, but not in the garage. When you have to be in the garage like you, man, uh, that is sweltering right now, brother. I feel right. for you. Right. And it's like, like, well, like why do I do this to myself, you know? When we get like 15 views we, on YouTube, I'm doing it for like the background, like the nice little man cave. Sometimes I try to get out of here so that way, you know, I'm not recording in the bedrooms. My wife can fall asleep when she, you know, when she wants to. But my God, sorry. I already looked at the weather. It's like 93 or something like that, 92 next uh, Monday when we record. Um, I'm, I'm doing it in the bedroom. Sorry for the lack of ambiance. You'll just see like a a, a light and like my no. My, I mean, my you're, you're, I don't see you sweating right now. You don't look that hot. You look all right, man. We can't I tell. Don't know. I we don't can't know. tell. My head's always glistening. It doesn't matter because I have no friggin' hair. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, and then just crazy weather. You know, I'm in Colorado with the family visiting some in laws. You know, my my wife's cousins recently moved out there. Well, one couple years ago but one recently like just this month um but no like the first two days were there we hit thunderstorms so it was like in the 70s like beautiful weather and then all of a sudden the clouds come in and then the freaking it's thor 11 thunder like in right in the backyard like thunder like <laughs> right over us that it feels like it's shaking the house i'm not sure how much of course we hit thunderstorms in the bay area but i don't know how many like actually like are loud enough and feel like it's kind of shaking Crazy. No, you got those monsoon ones over there, man. It's just crazy. Right. Yeah. My buddy that moved to Texas, he's like, you see the craziest thunderstorms out here that you'll never see like anywhere else. Just like shakes the whole house. Like, right. I heard it's wild. Right. But actually, speaking of baseball, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. We did a bunch of things with the family, you know, but just for, you know, lack of time and stuff just for the episode. Uh, we went to uh, check off another ballpark off my list. I went to the Giants and uh, Rockies game over at Coors Field. Beautiful ballpark. Of course, anything's beautiful, you know, compared to, you know, <laughs> Oakland Coliseum where people are getting BJs up in the third deck, you know, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I had that rant. I actually had that rant with one of my buddies today about, man, it's just a disgrace. Grace, I don't even want to go off on the tangent now, but since they're actually like wasting like they're actually wasting money and resources to track down these people and possibly what ban them for life, maybe like. No, I'm not even talking about the people that was getting topped off in the top deck. I'm talking about just (laughs) the A's, the A's in general, because I mean, you went to you went to a you went to a ballpark that obviously is within 20, 25 years old. I'm sure, right, Coors? It's not that old. It's like around the time. Petco, the, if it, I'm not mistaken, those are no, kind of uh, no. They, I mean, this is. I think this is their original park since they've or been they just remodeled since, it since then? the '90s. They probably done stuff, but it looks like it looks like like when I went to Seattle, went to Safeco. It looks like We're Oracle talk- Park. Like everything looks newish. Like everything. The A's are 1968. Four World Series here. Uh, but won the '89 Bay Bridge World Series against the Giants. Right, a lot of history here. 
and just the fact that they play in like a stadium that wasn't even designed for baseball right. and just the fact that you know it's underwater half the time below sea level is a disgrace that the clubhouses get flooded out i mean it's just it's just a joke and it's just you know it's yep. just ridiculous and i was just having a conversation about it with my buddy today actually and it's just uh it just makes me sad after going to that Giants game. It was my wife's uh, brother's first time going to a game. So he was stoked. He got to watch a walk-off from Brandon oh, Crawford. Cool. So that was cool. I'm not even a Giants fan, but I'll admit, I was just, you know, the, it reminded of us, man, when we had the ace tickets and we were going to the games. It's been a couple years since I've been to a baseball game, right? So I'm over there in the Giants game. You have like the heckler, right? When the, and then you have the when the when the Giants are up, he's just saying, oh, "Come on, B Craw, come on, B Craw." And he just I started like mm-hmm. saying stuff with them and like after the game, after they won, I was like, "Oh, cuz it was like exciting, right? A walk off. We had great seats. We're like third row, uh right field, whatnot, and just uh it was awesome, man." And he's like, "Oh, you're he, he got up and he was like, He's like, you're a good dude. You're a good dude, man. He's like, he's like, you're you're over here because I was I was wearing my A's hat, my A's shirt. Like, of I course, ain't, you know what I mean. I'm, I was wearing my A's stuff. I don't care. Didn't really get anyone heckled. I told I told my wife I was like, man, kind of crazy because seems like a couple years ago or when I used to come like ten years ago, I would have got heckled the hell out of there, right? If I was wearing like A stuff, but no one likes. I didn't have one person say anything to me. Like nothing negative. No one said, "I like, get the hell out of here." I had like two chicks say, "I think you're in the wrong part," and we just kind of laughed. There was a dude that, that was doing concessions that was like, "Man, I know you're a real Ace fan. When you come in here." He was an Ace fan too, just doing concessions there. But mm-hmm. man, it, it was it was a great time. So obviously, toast to Oracle Park again and um, all the organization over there. How was Coors though, brother? You've obviously been to both now. Would you say right. Coors is funner or? Um, course is cool. I mean, uh, course is cool. It's like in the heart of like their downtown in Denver, which, you know, unfortunately it's not, this is not a political show, but same as any other big city downtown, they roll it right in there off the freeway and there's nothing but homeless people, you know, <laughs> Yeah. it's like the huge, beautiful city hall building. I will give them that though. But like right in front, there's freaking someone laying on the street, you know, or on the sidewalk. So anyways, is it, is it anywhere near? Yeah. We're not going to, we're not here to bash on Colorado that much. <laughs> is it anywhere no, no, no. near, uh, uh, Broncos country? Let's ride. Is there anywhere in yes, see it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it's in their downtown area. It's not like, it's not like down, right by course field it's probably a few exits away like five ten minutes mm-hmm. without traffic or whatever away from course field but it was cool because you know how all these ballparks have a huge like one big screen now right like in maybe left center field you know that mm-hmm. shows all the videos and like everything um what's up caleb he says yo wrigley field is goaded yeah wrigley, uh, like like wrigley field fenway park i mean for for those parks being as old as they are you know they definitely probably invest some money to keep them you know um standing and actually looking good but no course field is cool because it had like the one big screen is in the shape of a mountain so like it's like a huge like the bottom part of it and then as it goes up it's like you know like a, like the uh, a can of course light you know so it's it's actually really cool um they have a bunch of food stands um i don't understand their mascot you know their mascot dinger is a purple triceratops it's like barney's ugly cousin or something but maybe you know, prehistoric, you know, archaeologists found that Triceratops maybe roamed around the Rocky <laughs> Mountains, you know, maybe that's why, like, I don't know. Like, we all know why Lucille is the Giants mascot. We all know why Stomper is the, maybe it's the Bigfoot. A's mascot. Huh? Maybe Bigfoot. No, it's definitely a Triceratops. It definitely <laughs> looks like, um, 
whatever the other little girl on Barney, um, whatever. But anyways, no, but yeah, I um, we were because we were in a in a luxury box. We all chipped in like it was a bunch of us, so it wasn't too expensive to get a, a suite. And sure enough, like the third inning, I'm like, you know what? Like my son's getting kind of restless because he can't jump from you know our box and go to the other boxes. Like he can't do that. Um, uh, what's it called? I I took him outside, went down to the concourse in the lower concourse, and just walked. I, he walked all the way around. My little two year old walked all the way around. And I just like kind of like took it all in. Like, damn, dude, this is so nice. It reminds me of Safeco. It reminds me of even like um, you know, uh, Levi's. How it's just so like that lower concourse. You could just it just it's freaking beautiful. It just makes me jealous. Like everywhere I go, even like stadiums, like college stadiums, you know, I go to like a Stanford football game, Stanford USC or whatever. It's like, Jesus, it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, why can't my teams get this? You know, or, or they have well, to, they move, do. They're like, in Las Stanford, Vegas, right? They're in Las Vegas. <laughs> they have to go across the Bay to San Francisco. Like it's just, yeah, whatever. But no, it, it was very cool the shark, experience. The, the shark tank's not too bad. No shark tank is, is, is fine. Um, but I will say that, like you wearing your A stuff, I had to, you know, you know, you know what hat I was rocking at uh, at a Denver ballpark. I had to rock my Raider hat. So I knew I, it. I only got one thing. I, I wore nothing. I wore neutral colors, no A stuff or nothing. But I had to wear the Raider hat. And then um, there was a bunch of lines going into the ballpark, and there was like, you know, kind of like Costco, how everyone groups in these lines. But like, if you go just a little bit to your left, there's no one in those ones. Mm-hmm. So this guy's like, hey, there's there's lines with nobody in here down here. Everyone Same over thing here at TSA. Right, exactly. And then, um, you know, the guy's like, oh, yeah, there's shorter lines over here, even for Raider fans. And I was like, ah, you know, like, yeah, you got me. And he goes, yeah, Russell Wilson, man, he's I think we're going to sweep you guys this year. And then I, I didn't want to say anything because I was like, hmm, no, you're not. So, <laughs> Dang, so that's some that was it. But that was the only thing that outlook. I Right, that was the only thing I got. I actually had some guy walking by. He, um, I gave him a head nod because he had a Warriors hat and a Clay Thompson jersey, and he saw my hat and he goes, "Is that a Raider hat?" Because it was on backwards. Like he knew it. He like knew it from like you know, thirty feet away. I was like, "Hell yeah, bro!" So we like you know gave each other a pound and stuff and stuff. So, good experience. Um, that's one of my dreams is to go to like uh, all these different stadiums and and now you know throwing all these racetracks and stuff. But no, good times. There it is. There it is. Brotherly right, so. love with the Raider fans. Hell yeah! No, but we saw the stadium. I mean, it's nice. You know, uh, I don't know what it, I don't know what they call it nowadays. It's some money thing, I think. Right? Yeah, something like that. At you know, something something high, at yeah. mile high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not not it's not in in Vesco, we, I used know. to know them all, but don't they change out? They change like every damn two three years. It seems like some of these now. Right, just like Oracle Park it was Pac Bell and. AT&T, AT&T and, and how many times has the monster yeah McAfee yeah over yeah. O.co right Oakland Alameda County Coliseum like 10 times stupid <laughs> so all right anyway, man but yeah but, that's but anything else from like the last couple of weeks any kind of fun you've been having any plans for Labor Day coming up yeah I don't know I had some fun in Tahoe um that was nice. real good little right. trip out there actually Carson to visit uh the in-laws uh stopped in Tahoe went to the beach real real early about got there about 8 30 in the morning which is not a real beach because it's lakeside but Lake Tahoe it's real beautiful real 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 beautiful man can't say anything more the water's so clear I had fun with my daughter the family but um other than that, man, just uh, laying low, just uh, settling in and just seeing what uh, the end of summer is going to take us and the beginning beginning of fall and uh, 
before we know it, daylight savings will be here, man. So everybody, you say it's hot over there, it's hot here, but we'll be wishing it's going to be that way again pretty soon here in a couple months. So I'd say enjoy it, brother. But um, I, I never wish for it to get hot. I always wish for it to get cool. I never am like in February, like, oh, my God, I can't wait for like May or June. No, nope. no, absolutely not. I'm I'm sitting here right now thinking that it was I'm freezing ass and have to be in a hoodie. I swear. But I will say South Lake Tahoe has a beautiful uh, beach, Round Hill Beach. I think you might have to pay for parking, but you go down there and then you uh, sit on the beach and then they have people walking up and down the beach like workers there. And they actually take your food and drink orders. You don't even have to go to like the restaurant up there, but it's a really cool little secluded um, beach. So lovely up there. So Nice, nice. Yeah. So staying on the whole topic of sports, let's roll into the um, to the main topics of sports. So let's do it. Um, so the EPL season is very young right now. Um, right now, if you had a paid subscription to Peacock or whatever it's called, Peacock Premium or Plus or whatever it is, you were able to watch the Manchester United and Liverpool game, which crazy because I didn't really watch the first two games where they didn't do diddly poo. And all of a sudden I turned it on and literally I was what it was minute 12 when I turned it on. And they literally score within the first two minutes of me watching. I was like, well, looks like I need to watch some Manchester United uh, soccer if they're going to actually be worth a shit this year. So, um, But it looks like, sir, Mr. Fagundes, you had a feeling about this game today. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously everybody knows I'm a Liverpool fan here. And just, uh, you know, um, just kind of coming off the seasons that they have been having lately. Uh, by the way, you know, uh, you know congratulations on you beating us at you know but i had a feeling i I pretty much was texting you and your brother you know Mm -hmm. uh, manchester united um, you know besides almost having elon musk buying them out uh (laughs) they had nowhere else to go but up right they've been in the dog pound so bad they're starting off the season so bad everything around them is just so negative you know and just uh kind of reminded me of that ufc fight that we saw you know over the weekend not I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Kamaru Usman losing his belt in the, I believe it was the welterweight to uh, Leon Edwards, man. Crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. Just, you know, I don't know, you know, Usman for all our UFC fans out there. He's just a beast. He's been, you know, whooping everybody. And it just kind of reminded me of like, you know, I remember Ronda Rousey was so bad and Conor McGregor and everybody that's really bad and they're having all these wins in a row. We recently saw Amanda Nunez, right? She just obviously won again. But um, I think it was Juliana Pena, right? Obviously, Pena won the last one. And it's just like, here comes, you know, it's just Nunez was doing so good. All these fighters do so good. But there comes a time when they eventually lose, right? And here comes Leon Edwards. And, you know, I was like, I would not bet on this because I think Usman's going to beat him. But here comes Leon Edwards. And, you know, Usman might be due for a loss. Leon Edwards wins the first round, three, four, and five. Usman has it. I mean, it's two, three, four, and five. Usman's pretty much controlling the rest of the fight, right? Dude, with a minute left, if you haven't seen it, you probably saw the highlight highlights. No, I you know, haven't Usman, seen anything actually. Oh, you haven't seen it, man. Yeah, I just to look see at like, it. I just see like the memes. I think Joe Rogan had another one of his mm. like. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, this dude was about to lose. He did good the first round. He did all right. He decent, but he was gonna lose. You know, gonna go to decision. He just, you know, basically like fakes him out. Edwards does kicks him with the left and just knocks him out with a kick with about a minute left and takes the belt. And it was just wild. And I remember saying it's like, that's why I wouldn't have bet on Usman, even though I liked him. And it looked like he it just 
a lot of these fighters are like due. And it kind of felt like Manchester United was due today, right? They come out, guns a blazing, Liverpool obviously not being at home. And like I said, Liverpool just uh they've been so hot lately. Manchester United not, and uh kind of like not saying that one's gonna be better than the other because it's still a long season. Obviously, this was the third game. But Liverpool is sitting, you know, what, like in 16th place, 15th, 16th, uh, only with two points with three games. Arsenal, obviously, ahead of the table. But Liverpool is just trying to plug in too much. They obviously got midfielders hurt in uh, Alicantara, Thiago. And they also, you know, Diogo Jota is not playing right now. And uh, he's her and just, you know, um, obviously Darwin Nunez, the guy they just picked up from Benfica, he couldn't play because of that red car that he picked up in his last match. So they're plugging in guys, you know, like Nathaniel Phillips. They got that. Um, what did that Greek dude, Costantinios Dismikas or whatever his name is? Uh, I think Nabi Kata's even her. So, they, you know, they're still I mean, they, they plugged in Harvey Elliott. I saw him playing. But it's just uh, I just feel like, uh, you know, they're the roster right now. It just needs a little bit of uh, obviously not the injuries, but a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit more adaptation with each other. If they're going to be plugging in these guys, they just need a little bit more time. And this year might be a down year for Liverpool. I said it earlier with you and uh, I might, you know, I'm saying it again right here. I'm not going to expect them to be this bad, but um, I think Arsenal and I think obviously uh, hate to say it, but your boy Portnoy's team now and your uh, wife Tottenham, uh, they they look like they're doing pretty good here out the gate. So we'll see. It's a long season, but uh, uh, I'm uh, happy for Manchester United and my boy Ronaldo. Obviously, he didn't start, came in in garbage time, but uh, decent decent way to show up after the world's been uh, pretty much uh, just stomping on you the whole time. So right. congratulations to the Red Devils today, man. I mean. <clears throat> well, thank you. But um, again, like you said, a long season. Now, you mentioning Arsenal and Tottenham, would those be your top four? You know, like who would you like right now, if you're assuming that Liverpool is going to get its act together and end up in the top four, which team do you expect to be the fifth, the first team out? Obviously, assuming that Liverpool, Chelsea and Manchester City are your top three. Yeah, I mean... I mean, or is it too early to tell? It's probably, you know, it's it too early to tell. Um, we even see Manchester City. They got a draw as well. They lost mm-hmm. Jesus. They obviously picked up the Haaland. You know, sometimes it's kind of hard to get these guys, you know, when you like, like I just said about Liverpool, when you're trying to plug in a lot of different pieces in the beginning, it might take a little while. So I still believe Manchester City is going to be there. I believe a lot of, you know, the teams are obviously going to be there and I expect Liverpool to be there too. But, you know, Arsenal, I think that they're going to probably stick around this year. I don't think that they're. You know, I think that they've had their kind of bad years, and I kind of have a positive outlook on them going forward this season. And, uh, you know, I would say Manchester City is going to be up there. Arsenal, Tottenham. Um, I don't know, man. I think Crystal Palace has been playing good. They obviously uh, beat us. Uh, I mean, tied us. But uh, I don't know, man. Just it's still too early to tell. I'd like to see like a Nottingham do good, a Fulham do good. It's always fun when like kind of these older teams with a lot of history kind of do good you know west ham's in last place right now but they're usually right. perennial you know contenders to like not be relegated if you will mm-hmm. so 
I expect them to get out of the the dumps and Leicester City as well, sitting down there. But we'll see. Chelsea's at twelve. I expect them to climb. Um, but it's fun. I like this. I like when like these bigger teams get jumbled up in the season and go down early. And just uh, right. I like to see. Uh, uh, I like to see seagulls sitting at five. I think that's pretty cool. But I know, I mean, right? Like because because then you're going to get the sense of urgency once like Halloween time comes, once the holidays come. You know, you're going to yeah. get like, like what the hell? These guys are still in like ninth place. They get better to get their act together. If they're and then get when the, the World four. Cup comes around too, right? That's this fall. Right, and it's not, yeah, and so. it's, you know, yeah, it's a winter time. It's Christmas time around, like right after thing around Thanksgiving to the before Christmas. Christmas but it's company. not just it's not just for the parody. It's not just because I enjoy the sports and I enjoy the competition, but the fans too, man. It's just I like, right. man, these fans deserve, you know, a Bournemouth and a you know a Palace and a Brentford and you know Leeds. These guys, you know, they got history. They've been around. They're you know their fans are diehards as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like to see some of these like little, you know, not little, but not as many heard of teams, um, you know, prevail. It's, it's fun. funny. Uh, I was just thinking about this right now. I'm thinking I'm going through like the four major sports, you know, where, you know, Warriors, Sharks, A's and Raiders like that's me and you. Right. We're born and raised five one zero. That's what we've been born and raised to love. Right. <clears throat> I don't see any enjoyment, especially, well, obviously, like, the Crosstown teams in San Francisco, but, like, other teams and stuff, I, like, even if it's just a random team, I really don't see any joy, like, oh, good for them, you know, like, because I think I've been a fan of my team for so long that I'm, like, screw everyone else, but, like, I'm such a new fan of NASCAR and soccer that I'm, like, oh, good for Leicester City, oh, good for, you know, um, you know, Tyler Reddick and those guys in, and Daniel Suarez, good for Ross Chastain and, you know, track house. Good for them. You know, like they deserve wins. Good for Bubba last year. But I think like in 20 years, you asked me that and I'm like, nah, screw that guy. Screw that guy. <laughs> screw that. Guy. You know, it's like you get more and more cynical about other teams and other, you know, drivers and whatnot as, as you become more and more of a fan. But I just thought it was funny. I thought I'd mention that. Have, have you noticed how, I mean, I think we were on to something a couple years ago, but have you noticed there's a lot more wagering on NASCAR going around? My Very guy true. Todd, my guy Todd Furman even started, you know, the Bet the Board podcast that he has. He he basically started a not a spin-off, but it's still Bet the Board, but he does a show like every week now on NASCAR betting. I think like on Vegas Sports and Information Network, Vsin, they it talk is. about it a lot now. Like, yeah, it's a, like NASCAR wagering is getting a lot more popular. And who's been okay. doing it first here, man? Uh, okay, exactly. <laughs> you know what? We need to get him on the show though, too. Right. Get a little exposure, you know, just across, <clears throat> you know. It's like a business to business transaction, right? So and he actually okay, cool. put a tweet before uh, Watson's Glen. He said that um, I mean, I already know this, you know, obviously I've been handicapping for a while. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been I've been a hey, sorry, Todd, if you want to come on the show and discuss. <laughs> I know you got a lot more clout in uh, than me, but I probably right. been gambling on NASCAR a lot before you, brother. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he was he, he even said he was like, don't um, he said. There's a like a fine line, not a fine line, but like new newer gamblers to NASCAR have to dif- differentiate the difference between like you would say the best car on track and like the best value that you're getting. Like we, t- how many times do we talk about it on the podcast all the time? Right. Like where's the value? Where do you see the value when you're betting straight out winners? Where do you see the value? There's no value in like a four to one 
there's a value in like a Chastain, like 20 to one, right? Like he right. used to be at times, like, cause sometimes he comes around. It's just, that's where you find the value and that's where becoming a good handicapper. Sorry to go off on a tangent, but I just been witnessing and hearing a lot lately. A lot of NASCAR uh, wagering is getting a lot more pre- prevalent and it's probably because, you know, all these, you know, states are legalizing it more now and there's so, right. just something else for people to, wager on and you know well, yeah, you, gotta, you have to find something in the off season of football so maybe it goes down come september 8th but you know same if day picks, if it picks up steam if it, well exactly i know if it picks up steam maybe you have people who are at the book and they're like you know what i'm betting this it's like oh shit yeah i already see uh the coke zero sugar 400 in daytona yeah i'm gonna place a bet there too so and that's then before how, you that, and then before that, you know it, you have consistency. You have people who come into the book for NASCAR every single week, along with their NFL, right? So exactly. So, so. speaking of my other newer newest favorite sport, uh, NASCAR, uh, we hit the track at Watkins Glen. Speaking of that, Watkins, I think it was what eleven straight now for Chevy, ten or eleven straight, nine, no. ten, eleven at Can't Watkins be. Glen. Can't I th- be. Th- I thought I, they I thought only I go. They only go there once a year, and I know Joey Logano at least won in 2015 for sure. That right. was a Ford, so there's no way it could have been they 11 were, straight. They didn't. They always have gone there just once. Yeah. Okay. All right. They, well, I'll take, your, I'll take your word for it. Um, but anyway, so Kevin Harvick wins the last two races before that. I know we didn't get a chance to mention it because we didn't record those days. Um, but he won at Richmond, and shoot, what was the other race that he won? I forget. It was uh, Richmond and Michigan. And Michigan, that's right. So two straight wins for Harvick. He's up there. He's locked into the playoffs. There's only like two spots left, one or two spots left between One, you know, I Kurt believe, Bush. right? Yeah, yeah. Like Truex, Truex Blaney, Blaney, Kurt Busch. Like those Almarola. Guys are, one of those guys, two of those guys are not making Dylan. the playoffs this year. Right, so – Kyle Larson overtakes uh, uh, Chase Elliott, his teammate, on the first turn of, of the, uh, let's see, fourth to last lap, the last restart. And he just is off to the races and he beats AJ Allmendinger to win, go bowling at the Glen. So that's his second um, win of the year. Chase Elliott didn't look too uh, happy. If you're watching live, he just kind of gave a very bland post race interview. Um, don't know if they kind of got into it. Uh, at the competition meetings, as they mentioned today yeah. or tomorrow, whenever they have that uh, back at headquarters, but very, very interesting. Um, yeah. Like I said, we only have one, maybe two spots left to, uh, to lock them people in the playoffs and what better way to do it than this weekend. As mentioned before, the Coke zero sugar 400 at Daytona international speedway. So the second of two Daytona races is this Saturday, actually, I believe at four o'clock. So, I will be in Tahoe, actually, in South Lake Tahoe at a Brewfest, um, and I will be um, there until I think the Brewfest ends at 5, race starts at 4, so you figure green flag at 4.15, 4.20, boom, have a handful of IPAs in me and go somewhere and watch the rest of the race. So That's right. Wait. It is a Saturday nighter this week, huh? Yeah, Saturday oh, night. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be in Tahoe this weekend. I am. Yeah. So oh, I'm nice. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I get to work Thursday and then work from home Friday, you know, half a night, fall asleep at midnight, wake up Saturday morning, 6 a.m. Boom. The, the brew fest is from noon to five and then stay the night and then come home. But crack a dawn early on Sunday. So it's like a, just a day trip. Oh, so, really? Yeah. It's just a day trip. Yep. Who are you going with? 
Sean and then and then a few friends that are coming from different like Forrest is coming from Nevada. Um, Chris is coming home for, from Oregon. And then I think uh, Joe. So just five of us. You better put in a preseason parlay while you're out there. I know because we're going to hit the we're going to hit the casino, too, for sure. So um, but plenty of sunblock because it's on like a street. Or at least a parking lot. Like it was the parking lot at Heavenly, but now I think they switched it to some like they're going to uh, cut off a street. I think it's called. I forgot what it's called, but yeah, 82 degrees and just off the asphalt. Boy, I'm going to need like a whole bottle of that shit, dude. There it is. Yeah. So anyways, what say you for Daytona this week uh, and the regular season? Are we going to have a 16th different winner or no? It's I mean, you can't really possibly, say much about Daytona. Yeah, it's quite, know, it's right? quite po- po- it's, sorry, not possibly. It's quite possible that at daytona there can be another winner right so um i'm not putting it past anything so i i actually want to see it happen because i think that would be cool to have 16 winners and have nobody in on points um that's never happened before and i think it'd be kind of uh you know enjoyable to watch but probably if it happens one of those winners could possibly be a blaney or a Truex, or one of the guys that obviously is a perennial playoff contender. They aren't this year, and that's what the Gen 6 brought has brought us. This car has been amazing. It has brought contenders into the game. We have Daniel Suarez in the playoffs. How many times have we been able to say that, man? It's crazy. You know, so uh, I'm excited. Uh, just uh, hopefully a blue oval wins. Um, although, you know, we saw Briscoe doing so good at the beginning of the season. He hasn't been as good. I think I might have bet you and said when Cindric won the Daytona 500, I said that Cindric was probably going to win at least another race this year just because of how good he is on the road courses. Right. That has not come to fruition. Uh, I don't know if. Cindric, uh, as a rookie this year, will be able to win another race, but he does have the biggest race, obviously, of the year and mm-hmm. uh, you know of his career, which is uh, came pretty quick. So um, you know he got that out of the way for his career, but yeah, I just uh, I think Dylan can win and he can get himself in. He he's obviously pretty good in that three, and he's won the Daytona 500, so he knows how to get around that joint pretty good, but. I'm going to roll in the Ford. You know, they're going to have horsepower. He's decent at that place, too. So we all know that Ricky Stenhouse Jr. can get around that spot. Just uh, who knows, man? It's going to be wild, though. I'll tell you that much. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do tell you, I will tell you that I do know it's going to be wild, Mr. Michael Biella. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you're absolutely correct, by the way, about, about the Watkins Glen stat. I think it might have been like 10 or 11 polls in a row. For Chevy, something like that. They threw out something, and I was I was in and out of the room. But the last two years was Larson. Twenty twenty, they didn't have the race because of COVID. And then the previous two years was Chase. And then the year before that was um, like Denny Hamlin, and then uh, Logano and stuff. So, yeah, I'm yeah. a I'm a geek, man. I used to. You guys probably don't even remember. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys do, but I don't know if you do, Mike. When they used to have Speed Channel S P E E D, and it had like the I, I, I do five remember that. different red like rectangles, and it said Speed, and that's where all the NASCAR stuff used to be. So I used to watch practice, qualify. This was back mm-hmm. then when it wasn't just 20 minutes. This is when they would unload. They'd have like two hours of practice on Friday, two three hours of practice qualifying Saturday. Man, I. I used to just sit around like pre-marriage or just whatever pre-kid and i just right watch all that shit right so it'd be like, like every weekend was like the super bowl pregame show where it was just racing all day just coverage yeah, yeah. So, so um 
but I mean, yeah, I like what's you know, Mike, Mike Joy, Larry McReynolds, Daryl right. Waltrip. Uh, they've crammed a lot of information into my uh, into this head of mine when it comes to the to the to the cars. So I've, I've actually been getting my uh, DW fix ever since he left. My son is huge into Lightning McQueen and cars. So I've been watching is. the cars movies and, and he's, you know, boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> you know? So like I, I still hear that every single day for like the past couple weeks. So it's great. Um so yeah, not really much more to say about Daytona. I hope it's a great finish. I hope it's a new uh, winner because I don't even think we've had 16 different winners. Um, you know, obviously we're not going to get the 17th, but it'd be pretty cool to have 16 different winners uh, going into the playoffs next week. But I will say also set your DVRs. You too, Mark. I already set mine. I think September 1st is a, a brand new show on USA. It's a docu. It's a documentary. You know, ongoing series. It's like race for the championship. It's like an in-season docu-series, you know, like Kyle Busch and his family, Logano. Um, let's see. Uh, Chase is being interviewed. Blaney's being interviewed. Larson's being interviewed. Hamlin. So I think they follow a bunch of drivers uh, throughout the season and stuff. And it shows like wives and kids and stuff. So it seems pretty cool. Um, and I think that starts September 1st on USA. So pl- everyone set your DVRs for that. It's going to be great. And the thing that comes along with more people wagering on NASCAR, like we mentioned earlier, is that it helps get eyes on the sport, right? These little shows that they're having and like the Austin Dillon reality series, it's just you get eyes on the sport. Mm -hmm. NASCAR was so big in the 80s, the 90s, like most watched sport, maybe viewed, I think it had records, I think, at times. And just that's why that's that's why all these like tracks started building all these, you know, a lot of these tracks got built in like the 90s. If you go and look, I think like Kansas and like California, a lot of these tracks like came up because just NASCAR was booming. Right. So just uh, I think it's cool that, you know, a lot more eyes through gambling, through wagering, through whatever it be, through going to the L.A. Coliseum. Right. Uh, through being more on road courses, through having Kimi Raikkonen come and race, and just uh, <laughs> no, <it's crazy. laughs> hey, whatever, dude. Just uh, I I respect the fact that NASCAR is trying. Mister Rick Hendrick is gonna bring that next gen car to the Le Mans race next year and race nice. it twenty four hours. So it's gonna be crazy, and uh, uh, you know, internationalized. You know, it's just it's all good for the sport. So I salute uh, the France family and NASCAR for trying at least. That's all you can. Can do and obviously in my opinion it's been working so salute right. i i always kind of um you know equate that to how there was no hockey on you know west of the rockies before wayne gretzky came to la right that whole documentary about how many teams were had been now been made since wayne gretzky he brought the popularity to LA to the West Coast. You know, the Sharks came after the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Ducks came after the movie. Coyotes, but exactly Coyotes. Now the Kraken. Um, I believe the Dallas Stars were still the Minnesota North Stars at that point. The Avalanche were not a team yet. I mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I, maybe those were the Hartford Whalers. No, I think the Hartford Whalers became the Carolina Hurricanes. I forgot the whole like what teams moved where. But yeah, man, like there was nothing on that side of the Rockies. It was all like you know, uh, middle of Canada, like the Flames and Edmonton and Vancouver and stuff. But uh, here in the states, it was the Kings, and that was it. And then boom, here now you have like eight other teams who are playing. You know. So it's pretty cool. Uh, okay, but on to the NFL to round out the sports this uh, this week. Uh, again, it's just 
preseason still obviously nothing really to talk about i will announce I, I am announcing uh, uh, officially that dun, this dun, is dun, dun, that, dun. right dun, 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 dun. that we will now start from now until the end uh second week in february we will be going every single week every single monday right after yeah. you watch monday night football we will be uh you know doing our brand new episode kind and of we'll reviewing the week Live will be live. Will be the first person that you see talking about the week that was in the NFL. You don't have to wait for the Monday morning quarterback on Tuesday to kind of you know finish out the week. It'll be us every Monday night at around 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, talking the week before and the week that's coming up. And we are going to have our TCB Super Contest. I'm super super excited about that. Again, uh, it came down to the last game of the freaking <laughs> season last year. You guys <clears throat> pulled back, you know. Man, it was so, so all cool. you DJs on the East Coast, we know these games are going to end about eight, what eleven, what eleven p.m. Eastern Standard. So you guys just stay up a little bit longer, and you guys can get live with us and get your full reaction. Tell us how your bets went for the season. Talk about some upcoming pre-flop lines that we could get. How much are you going to put on the Thursday night game? That's only three days away from our recording, so it is going <laughs> to. Fun. please 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 join us monday nights we are going to be live we're going to try to have more of a set schedule a little bit more continuity so you guys know every week and every time and every the exact time and date and place to find us right that's right and uh, for all you comic book and entertainment fans who love that side of the podcast just next week but next monday will be strictly our you know, hour long to an hour and a half episode of strictly previewing the NFL season. That's it. So just a just a, a fair warning to everyone. But you no, know, preseason rolls along. I think the 49ers. Are, I think two and zero. The Raiders are three and zero. My God, did you see that stat on the Ravens? They've won. Yeah, like it's like tw- twenty one or twenty two. Twenty two straight preseason games. Like that's pretty crazy. However way you you know you slice it, that's pretty cool. That you know, come on now, they haven't lost a preseason game, and what's that? 24 divided by four is six. So like five oh, seasons, you know, if they played a, a hall of fame game or two, you know, like Jesus Christ, it's Harbaugh's crazy. Harbaugh's taking it. Harbaugh takes it serious, I guess. Um, right. I mean, but then at the same time, you know, like, you know, Joe Flacco, when he was playing a few years ago and now Lamar Jackson, they weren't playing and they weren't playing in most of these games, you know, they play a quarter or a half in the game three, you know, but you know, but there's only so, three preseason games still, right? Didn't they? Oh, there's, oh, there's, so there's three now. Well, well, they the Raiders, took, they well, made the Raiders an extra play, season or right, they the, made an extra week. Right. But that was just last year. That The first time they did that was last year. Yeah. Well, 17 games. It's still this year, right? Yeah. 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 It's still it's still uh, it wasn't the games. point. Wasn't the point they were going to take off. Uh, they were going to shave off one preseason week and then they were going to add a week in the season that actually yeah. counted. Yeah. No, they did. Yeah. They did that last year and they're doing that this year. But okay. the Raiders, the Raiders will play four games four just game, because they, they had the, the Hall of Fame. Fame right. That's yeah. right. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, aren't they playing again? But they're supposed to only be playing three. Okay. Yeah, they played Jacksonville in the Hall of Fame game. So, um, but yeah, um, but yeah, you have a, a couple bits of news. You know, um, we were talking about Baker Mayfield uh, getting named the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers starting Week One. And who are they playing, Mark? Holy crap! The Cleveland Browns. The Easy. Paul Browns, the Cleveland Mr. Paul Browns, they are going to be playing Mayfield. I think, uh, is it on the road? I think it's, um, it might be on the road too. Wow. I mean, I mean, if it's on the road, that's pretty crazy because you were, uh, it says versus Cleveland Browns. So I think they might be at home. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Um, but 
I I don't know, man. That's going to be a crazy game. Obviously, a lot of obviously Deshaun's not going to play, right? And then you got Baker. Mayfield. No, he yeah, he got bumped to eleven games, not just the first six. So now he's got the first eleven. He's out. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, yeah, that's no, it's not, not like, enough in my opinion. But you know, whatever. NFL's going to do what they want to do. Yeah, I wonder why they even took it to eleven games. Uh, I don't know. I'm seemed like they were going to roll with six and then like overnight it changed <laughs> to 11. It's like, all right, uh, faked you out. But, um, right. I don't know, man, Mayfield, I think that he's going to have something to prove. I like, you know, I like where the Panthers were going, obviously with Matt rule. Uh, I just think that we're going to have to see, obviously they're going to have a lot new, you know, you know, they're going to have a lot of new faces there as well. Trying to start, you know, kind of, New, obviously, your boy got beat out by Mayfield. Uh, what's his name? Darnold again. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just uh, we'll see, man. Just uh, a couple other things with news. Uh, you, you mentioned it, the Thibodeau, the, obviously the draft pick from the New York Giants. And when you said that, I was like, oh, no, the same fate that they had with Saquon a couple years ago, right? Right. ACL, but... I think it's saying he's only going to miss three to four weeks. So it's like a it's like a sprained MCL. It's not like coming, a complete tear. So coming out of the Pac-12 here from Oregon, Duck, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, he's going to be an exciting player. We're hoping so. Hopefully, he can get back and get healthy, and we can see him play. They are playing the Titans in Week One. Uh, Titans, another team uh, that are paying what's his name, uh, Tannehill, way too much money. Obviously, Tannehill doesn't seem like the guy, but they're rolling with him again. And uh, we'll see how they perform and how that game goes week one. Um, You're seeing here, you know, Raiders uh, could have had uh, Mr. Tom Brady, Thomas Brady. Oh, quiet. Everyone heard the big news. That's like the biggest news going around these last couple of days. Dana White playing agent here for Rob Gronkowski and Mr. Tom Brady wanting them to come and Gruden pulled out of the deal at the last minute. Uh, A lot of Raider fans, I can say, are kind of upset about it or sick thinking they could have got Tom in a way. I'm kind of appreciative that it did go down that way. I like Tom Brady. I appreciate him. I just don't know if I wanted to trade a Derek Carr that still got a couple more years under his belt compared to a Tom that was about to give up on uh, Tampa Bay this year until he realized how annoying kids and Giselle can be at home full time. So <laughs> he came back and uh, coming back from his 11 day break. And uh, here we are. So going to be a crazy crazy season obviously we're going to get more into it uh next year when we break it i mean next week when we break it break it all down and have more lines and stuff for you but it's going to be fun you have anything this week that you know that you came across the bills look pretty good um that's going to be a crazy week one game right with uh with uh who is it they're playing the, the rams right so yeah, they're yeah. playing the Rams on Thursday Night Football. That's the game one of the season. And then, and then the final game of the week, what you, you told me in pre-production, I didn't even realize that Mr. Russell Wilson, he plays his former team in Seattle against the 12th man in the Seahawks. So that's going to be that they're, they're nearly given a touchdown, too, on the road. So that's going to be uh, – that might be a pick that we might, uh, you know – 
someone might play around with. Someone might want to take that one. So, so yeah, but but all that and more. um, But next week, but yeah, one more thing, Mark. Yeah, a programming note, real quick, for anybody that wants to get a head start. I know there's been a little bit of a jumbling going around. I don't know if you've heard more. I will have to do some research and have that research pulled up for when we do our next week unless you have it but i know amazon is getting like thursday night football right so if you don't have amazon or prime are you not prime. paying it so you're not able to watch so for everybody right. out there if you guys it's gonna be on it's gonna be on prime video yeah in the u.s because we know we are a worldwide podcast shout out to the comic bookies we are worldwide but to our u.s based listeners if you are listening i think that you are gonna have to have prime video to be able to watch Thursday night football, which kind of sucks in my opinion, but that's the way the world is going. Streaming, streaming here, streaming, streaming there. We obviously saw that the NFL is going to have their own uh, streaming service as well, where I believe that the NFL ticket is going to be on. So therefore, another programming note, Direct TV will no longer, don't quote me on this, I'm not sure if it's going to be this season, but I know going forward, uh, maybe this season or starting next, DirecTV will not be the sole provider of the NFL Sunday ticket. That will be the NFL itself. So just uh, make sure you guys are on that if you guys you know, are NFL junkies like us. But programming will be a little bit different. Uh, do some research. Look it up if you guys want a little bit yeah. more detail. That's just what yeah. I remember. Something to add on that, too. People have until week two. The first game of the season, Thursday, September eighth, is on NBC. As oh, normal. nice! And then, and then, week two, September fourteenth, is the first game, the Thursday night football that's on Prime Video. So okay. everyone has the first week on NBC, and then you have until week two to sign up for your um, uh, Prime Video. Right. I wonder. You know, one thing, just real quick. I, I mean, I'd like to talk to maybe like a bar owner, a Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, franchisee. How do they, right. you know, that must kind of suck for them. They had all the, they have all those tuners on direct TV. And now it's like, how are you going to play the game when you have to go through like prime? They probably have to get new hardware and all that. And just kind of weird. Gotta get, my they got to get a bunch of Amazon fire sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, right. They got to get fire sticks put on all of their TVs. There's going to be. Yeah. yeah. It's that's that's pretty expensive. Jesus, what a and, what a money grab for Amazon right there for all those bars and restaurants. I didn't even think of that. Well, like, how the hell are you going to get uh, unless all of those TVs are smart TVs? Then you just have to just go through there, you know. Well, yeah, that is true. And then think about MLB as well with the with the Apple TV. So, but it, I mean, I know right. even though they are smart TVs, I actually talked to one of the, the I actually talked to someone that works at Buffalo Wild Wings, and they said they have ten boxes, like each box is hooked up to about like what eight to ten tvs all over so they have they can play like 10 different games at once or something but if you have to like reconfigure all that and you're not you have to who who wants to go eat to each tv and have how many different controllers just to freaking put it on prime on each tv right exactly so. exactly so yeah that's, that's gonna be something to think about something that to definitely to get like the scoop you know so definitely but um Let's just roll into it, man. So that's the sports for this week. Let's uh, no breaks. Let's just keep going into the comic books this week. So let's talk about books first. Um, so DC this week uh, gives us Detective Comics 1063, Action Comics 1046, The Swamp Thing 16, Harley Quinn 21, and The White Knight Presents Red Hood number two. Marvel gives us Amazing Spider-Man number eight, Fantastic Four 46, Miles Morales Spider-Man 41, Axe, Judgment Day 3, and Spider-Gwen, Gwenverse, the final issue number 5, comes out this week. Uh, Image gives us Department of Truth number 20, 
Gunslinger Spawn, 11, Radiant Black, 17, and Public Domain for Mark, number 3. Dark Horse gives myself Lonesome Hunters, number 3. Boom Studios is Grim, number 4, and All New Firefly, number 7. And finally, AWA, a brand new series, Emmett, number 1. So I will say, Mark, before we get into the books, I will say that uh, an honorable mention for DC, I'm not sure if you're getting it, but Tales of the Human Target, number 1. Like maybe it's a like a side story or whatever, but are you pulling this one, sir? Well, I was just thinking that exact same thing, brother, because um, I saw it earlier on our website that we use, and I pretty much said because I haven't gotten a book from them in so long, and I'm actually still waiting to read the last issue that came out a couple months ago. Because, like I said before on this podcast, I remember Tom King saying that they're on a hiatus, so. This is probably like the little one shot before they bring it back from the hiatus. And I'm pretty sure that I am going to be receiving it because if I'm on the pull for it, for it, I'm pretty sure that Alex will be picking that up for me and pulling it for me. So I'm excited about it. The story was fun. Um, I liked where it was going and uh, it just, uh, you know, it just kind of stopped. So we'll see but yeah i right. did see that thank you for pointing that out for me and thinking about me when you saw it but yeah <laughs> and yeah public domain of course it's gonna be uh awesome that's like one of my favorite books going right now obviously uh chip i don't know if you're liking his batman right now i don't you know you're, you're a chip guy as well so but um yeah just uh this harley quinn book i've been getting is pretty it's getting a little bit better, but it's weekly now. You know, I don't need Harley Quinn weekly, but I don't want to have to like drop her or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's fun. But the Bond book I got was fun. You haven't read it yet. So I don't know. If yeah, you, that's next week. Yeah, that's that's next week. But yeah, just I think I'm getting like I think I looked it up and I'm getting seven or eight, eight or nine books this week, man. It's kind of yeah. a heavy week, right? For you I mean, too? yeah, I did. If I, if I go back to like the last couple emails, like the last three months of previews list, I think I'm going to get back up in those numbers. I think I'm going to be close to eight, nine, ten every week now going forward. Um, this week, I think it's, yeah, seven or eight. And like I mentioned, I don't know if you got it. I think you got them as much as me, but I told uh, – I told Alex when I gave him my list that I got from the DC previews, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. every single page that I pulled, it's like you got these uh, Batman stories with the with his villains, right? The one that just came out that I didn't get, and he was a bad day. It. One yeah. bad day, and one I was upset day, because and it's Tom, Tom King and Tom Mitch. King, the Riddler, and I missed it. I just oh. completely I whiffed on it, and he was completely sold out. So I think that I'm gonna whiff on the other one that's coming out too. But I did order the Penguin one, right? I think the second one's what Two Face. The second one is Two Face. You're right, and I and want that's, that uh, one. And, and that's Tamaki. Is that Chip? That's the, yeah, exactly. That's why I want it because I like Tamaki. Yes, exactly. That's right. So I, I need to ask him to give <clears> me that one. Actually, thank you for reminding me. Him reminding me. I got to tell him on Wednesday when I go to the shop. But man, it's just uh, yeah. And then they also had what like the another Tom King book. It was like Gotham Knights or something like that. Dude, and dude, it's just yeah. there's like I ordered that's six. The, DCs that's actually the one that I didn't pull because it was like a prequel to the video game, and I was like, I don't know if I'm getting the video game, so it might be a cool story, but eh, I'm just gonna skip this one because I got like five other ones. It was absolutely yes. insane. Yes, here I, I, I actually have the list right here because I usually put it in my notes and then copy and, and paste Tell it on the email. 
So, oh, I, I, I deleted it. You son of a bee. Well, Alex no, actually I mean, wasn't too positive on him. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just like, just, he wasn't, he, he almost had me pulling out of like two of them, which maybe I still uh, will. Okay. So yeah. So the, the Riddler year one. Yes. I'm getting that's the that one. Way. That's the actor, uh, Paul Dano. I think the, the, the actor Dano, yeah. played the Riddler in the Batman. He's writing it. Uh, Batman pull, one, pull, bad days, penguin. He's pulling a little Danny DeVito here, huh? Uh, yeah, that's right. In that villain uh, one, uh, the Joker, the man who stopped laughing, they said it comes off of the heels of the Joker. So it's like, ah, oh, if this is a continued story, like I have to get it. And of course, Punchline, the Gotham game, I had to pull that one. And then, and of then, course. Uh, and then Gotham City year one. It's like, how many year ones you get pull me into, you know, like, because we all love a good origin story. Like, you know, and of course, you know, you can do a Gotham year one from like 18 different uh, writers and it's just a different perspective, something different. If, if it's off canon, they can go whatever direction they want and I'm going to freaking get it. <laughs> Sucks. Dude. Yeah, I know. So, but I mean, I'm excited, right? I'm excited because I, almost, I was kind of down on previews and I haven't. I wasn't reading as much and I was busy kind of mm-hmm. nestling in a little bit better now. And I kind of finding a little bit more of a rhythm and time to read. So it made me kind of excited after not, you know, obviously I, I try to get a little bit more indie type stuff when I do previews, but it was did just, you too get, uh, did you get junkyard Joe? Uh, I did not. I that's did not. The, uh, that's the uh, off story from Geiger. Yes, you're right. And you know how I felt about Geiger, so I did not pull it. But I <laughs> did. But you know, I, I, those that being that heavy on the DC previews did really like alter my decision on some of the other ones. So. For sure. No, I I completely understand. I only got like two other ones from like Marvel, and then all of previews. I got yeah. I got like a I short. Did. I got a short story from. Um, boom studios and then i got uh from marvel i had to get the strange academy finals it was like a like the second like the next story uh in the saga of strange academy i'll give it a chance for the first few issues but if it's kind of like how the strange academy ended and if i'm not getting one for like every other month as i was getting the last five issues of of strange academy i'm gonna dump it yes yeah really so I'm getting that Captain America symbol of truth this week as well. Like I said, I've really been liking that story for being Marvel. Um, I'm digging it, you know, Sam Wilson doing his thing, trying to uh, yeah. figure out who's who, who, who's uh, sending all this stuff from Wakanda. Um, and yeah, so, dude, uh, do you want to talk about... Do you want to talk about that Ram V detective? I know we got number or his second offering in 1063 coming out obviously probably this week to, uh, tomorrow by the time people listen to this right tuesday right. um what'd you think about i mean what'd you think about that story i mean i liked it you know like whenever I'm, I'm i'm reading something that i thoroughly enjoy you know from a specific writer or i love the art or whatever and then i see something like oh man like i get kind of disappointed but this one did not disappoint me so i actually um i actually did enjoy it um, it, it feels like it's going to be a, uh, a decent story going forward. Right. Yeah. More, like, like, like a more internal struggle, right. For Mr. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's kind of bringing me, it kinda, yeah, it kind of had me feeling more of like a Tom King type of like story. Mm-hmm. Just, um, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't really know what I think. It, I think I was expecting too much of the Batman story or maybe like 
it's so far off from the Tamaki that I was reading. So it's just like a little bit different, right? So I don't know. I'm I'll see where the second one takes us this week. Um the backstory was kind of uh trippy, right? Um, with like Gordon and that was like a trip, man. Like I was I don't know if you remember the backstory on it when you were reading it, but um that was very, very odd. But I don't know, man. Like Bruce is gonna like looking at this jukebox or joker box and he's like having like right. nightmares again. Like I said, it's just like mm-hmm. reminding me kind of of like that Tom King nightmares and just uh just crazy stuff, man. It's not as not what I was expecting as much, but I'm not gonna say that it's not g- good yet. But right. I have been enjoying obviously the Zadarsky uh Batman more. If that, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm so far, yeah, that one's good. I do, you know, I do enjoy I, I, that's a freaking good story. Um, uh, the Catwoman, the Catwoman yes. story. Yeah, dude, she's like going all, out like, looking the, for the heirs. Heirs, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you got the 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 the, 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 the daughter, fe- the, fe- the female one that looks exactly like uh, Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> and they're, 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 and Catwoman thinks that uh, she's even got the nose. Like what the hell? Yeah, and they're the ones that that off the 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 other brothers and sisters to get all mm-hmm. the Cobblepots, That's and she's right, all yeah. pissed because she's only getting the ice lounge. <laughs> right. Dumbass. Oh, that was a good. <laughs> you off a good story. Sisters, and you're just getting. And I think it's real funny how uh, Zadarsky writes that one the lawyer that like mechanical lawyer guy what's his name and he's like oh well i am i am programmed to enunciate that and i know uh did i not enunciate for you like did yeah. you not hear what i said <laughs> so when i think about that type of character it makes me think of like they should have like team like had a harley quinn at that type of situation just clowning off with that dude so it's just right. a, it's just a, it's fun man i i just uh it was a yeah you're right that catwoman story is real good the batman's real good man just uh if you want to elaborate on it, I can get into that Texas. That Texas blood is real good. Just man, just suspense. Just I just love that that book, man. I really, really love that Texas blood. They're doing their their you know Chris Condon, Jacob Phillips. Uh, they're mm-hmm. doing their thing. If you guys are not reading it, it's kind of like deep, not deep into it, but I mean we're already like sitting here on what number sixteen that we just got. They did take a hiatus, but. Man, just we're in the second story now. It's just like always like murder mysteries type and just uh, it's real, real good, man. Real, real good. So I suggest that book if you guys can get it and like trade paperback. I think that the second story is actually better than the first one. I'm enjoying it. Oh, nice. Yes, more. It's almost like it's less words, but more enjoyable. It's crazy. I, I really enjoy this book. So nice. Um, and see. I don't know if I've read anything else from Chris Condon. Uh, not that I'm familiar with. This might be the only one, but um, oh, okay. yeah, some of these writers like, you know, they start coming up after a while. So we'll see. Right. Not to stick, not to go back and forth into the world of Batman, but I will say two stories that I did enjoy that I just read last night. I read the sixth and final issue of Batman Killing Time, uh, mainly because it was like a long read. Like it actually took me like a good 20 minutes to read through. And I actually felt like it was, you know, it was worth the, like, you know, it was only, of course, like the regular four ninety nine, but it was a good end to the story, I think. I was going to, I thought that I was going to be disappointed, but um definitely opens it up for something more, you know, like a part two with the, the eye, you know, that everyone was after. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a good end to the story. Did you, did you get, uh, did you pull that one killing time? 
Yeah, I pulled it. Um, I thought the first issue was real good. It got at this time, at that time, then at this time, like it, it kind of yeah, had me lost in a around. way. Like sometimes, I, at some point, I don't even think that he was like really going along with like a whole story because like when I was like reading like the first and second book, I'm like trying to remember all these times and like where they're at. Going and then back after pages, like where was this again? Like this was after a while, I was like. Do I need to be remembering all this? And it's just like, I, there's no way you could remember it all. It because like every page, right. it's like at this time, at this time, at this time. I mean, it was cool the way it was written. Um, not my favorite Tom King offering, that's for <laughs> sure. Just um, yeah, it was all right. Ah, just all right, man. I I I, did, I mean, I I, it, I didn't enjoy it too much. I'm pretty sure that. You know, that white knight, Sean Murphy, that you're reading is more enjoyable. Uh, I was going to get into that. Is that Man. Red Hood that's coming Red out? Hood. Oh. Yeah, I mean, mm. uh, issue two is coming out this week, but I just read issue one um, earlier today. Man, just everything in that universe is just like, just, just throw it out the right. window. And it, Right, and it's just it's like... It's the art, too. It's, it, it's, the, it's art. the artwork, and it's the little tweaks of the story, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we all know the story of, like, Jason Todd, and he gets crowbarred to death by the Joker, which was voted on by fans, by the way, back in the day, you call the phone number like this number for yes, this number for no. Should the Joker kill Jason Todd? And so Jeez. they they killed him off, put him in the Lazarus pit, bring him back to life. And he becomes Red Hood after that. And so, you know, he's the Red Hood that we know and love. Right. Or know and hate. Uh, you know, if you are not really into the uh, kind of anti villain kind of, you know, anti hero cut type uh, arc. But mm. this one is. That he was getting tortured by the Joker, and just when he was about to do the final blow and kill Jason Todd, he finally just blurts out, Bruce Wayne is Batman. And those four words saved his life because, you know, he's like – because Joker says something to the effect of betrayal is like the worst punishment. So, like, if Bruce Wayne – if Batman finds out out that you blurted and told his biggest secret ever, like, like I shouldn't – I don't have to kill you. Like, you're already dead, son, so – scram and so he's on the run and within the final pages of the first issue he's training another uh gal to be the new robin so it's pretty cool it's a really good story i i, I will say that uh stillwater still holding strong it's funny because it was like <clears throat> kind of like stillwater to me was kind of like undiscovered country to where there was a lull like for a few issues in the middle and now at like, the last two issues are like okay i can see something you know i can see it i can see it happening you know within the city limits of Stillwater, as if you readers know uh, everyone is immortal they cannot die so now these last two issues that the little kid he looks like a 10 year old kid but he's like 40 something years old he's now the new mayor of Stillwater. he has now extended the city lines into cold water. And now he has just unveiled to the good people of cold water that now you are within the city limits of Stillwater, And now you are immortal. Oh. So they're telling him like, you will be, you know, here's how it's going to happen. They're impeding in ter- on their territory. Right. You're going to be paired with another you person from Stillwater. They're going to show. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's, it's a really like a good twist to the story because they were losing me for a second, but then they, they brought me right back. So what, good st- what, I always say episode. What issue are they on? That was 14. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's not too, too far. Yeah. It's not too, too Jesus. far into, into it. Did they go on hiatus on that I, one too? Yes, they did. Yes, oh, they that's did. why. Yeah, makes they sense. On, they went on hiatus for a few months and te- technically it's the 15th issue because they have like a side story. Um, it was a few issues like after issue 12. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really good story. Um, anything else that you read from the last week or two? Man. Uh, you still get time before time? 
I'm not. I okay. dumped that one a couple months ago. I can't believe it's still going on, man. Yeah, fifteen um, issues. Dang, I wonder where. I, yeah, I wonder what part of the story they're in because I thought it was gonna. I actually thought it. I thought it was going to be a, a mini series, like a six issue, and it just kept going and going and just, uh, you know, um, one of the editors on there just I forgot what her name is. Uh, Antos Heather Antos is one of the uh, uh, editors on there. So shout out to her, but I was, you know, kind of when I got into this whole comic stuff, she was one of the people that I, you know, interacted with, I guess, on Twitter, if you will. So I was, mm-hmm. you know, dealing, you know, reading it, you know, seeing how, you know, kind of supporting her work and whatnot. But um, I'm not anymore. So just uh, okay. not horrible. But one of the ones that I, I missed was, you know, Made in Korea was real good. If you guys can still get that trade, that was a real good one that uh, came. From, I think it was Image, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. But, I believe so. Um, yeah, just, just been real good ones. Like I said, I've been trying to, I feel like my indie game is kind of on uh, low right now. I need to re up my indie uh, game right now, but DC is just really feeding me, man. I know. Speaking, yeah, they've been feeding it's Batman me. specifically, bro. Speaking of DC, the first DC fandom was two years ago today, August 22nd. Whoa, during cult- during uh, COVID, that's the right. The culture space has evolved in some unique ways over the past few years with the COVID pandemic changing the way audiences can engage with media that they love. That's right. Yeah, so that was two years ago. I'm seeing this here. So, yeah, pretty uh, – yeah. DC uh, is just really feeding me, man, and um, I don't know how much they're going to keep feeding your boy Ezra Miller because uh, that boy's going off and trying to yeah, seek he, help right now. So hopefully he finds it real talk. So um, you know, mental illness and be real. So he just like, I, sir, you just got caught. You're going to jail for burglary. Uh, but I have mental health issues. <laughs> Fifty-one fifty, right? Like, oh, oh yeah, I have mental <laughs> health issues. You rape somebody. Oh, I have mental health issues. Like. Okay. Anyways, two yes, more sir. quick two more quick books as we round out the book section. Dude, I told you last night or earlier today, the last issue of Scumbag was really good. Oh, don't like, tell like, me that. Like how the first so arc had, got you. Like, like that first six, arc got you. Yeah. And then and then the second arc was like, nah, I'm dumping it. But then dude, two issues later, issue fourteen, the fourteenth and final issue, man, a great send off to Ernie Clementine. Was he a dirty, dirty asshole or what? Was he just I'm, doing all types of crazy I'm, shit? I'm not even going to tell you because it's like, really? Because you're going to be like, oh, my God. But it's a good send off. So I'll let you, you know, maybe either get a trade or try to pick up the last, what, three or four issues that you missed. But yeah, no, I missed stuff. a lot more than three or four. I might have cut that really? thing like around nine, eight, nine, ten. I'm thinking that's only four or five issues. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Ernie Clementine. Or just get the last issue and just be like, yeah, that's what it is, right? <laughs> um, but then the final one, AWA. A good, I love AWA because it's like, if the story's like at least a little decent, it's like, oh, it's only five, four or five issues. So this five Jeez. issue um, miniseries called Sacrament. I uh, read the first issue. It's set in like the year twenty nine ninety nine, right? So almost the year three thousand. We're out in deep, deep space. We have a priest who, like, you know, when you think of a priest, you think of how he should behave, how he should hold himself, you know, whatever. Definitely doesn't do that. He's some type of like a. Uh, it's it's something like he holds like this like. Uh, 
the size of a cell phone up above his face. And I think it's some like their way of like taking a drug. So he's an addict, an addict of some sort. He runs around and having sexual relations with a bunch of women and stuff, you know, so he's not your typical priest. Um, and then there is, um, you know, there's no religion in these certain planets in the certain areas, colonies as, as you will. But then something happens where there's a string of murders that happens and these people are getting hung up side down, like an upside down cross, Right. So it's like, hmm. So they call on this priest to like kind of investigate it and stuff. So it's like exorcism stuff and it's like a horror book kind of. So it's pretty good. First issue is pretty good. I actually have the author right here. If you guys which want one to pick is it? Sacrament. Peter oh. Milligan, which I think Peter Milligan has written one or two other stories from AWA. Uh, artist is uh, Marcello uh, or Marcello uh, Frusen. But yeah, so Peter Milligan from AWA, Sacrament, go pick it up. It's a good one. Shout out AWA. I think the last book that I've got from them was The Fourth Man. So that one was uh, decent, yeah. pretty good. Um, that was good. Uh, I'm currently reading The Joneses because everything that falls within the Resistance world, I'm probably going to get. You stuck with that. Yeah, you yeah. stuck with that. So I'm reading, I'm, I'm at issue four, four of five, or five of five now of The Joneses. Um, and then Sacrament. So I'm only getting two books right now from AWA, so not too bad. I also saw in previews, just to come back to previews real quick again, um, I think that Eve story with that little girl and that robotic teddy bear. I'm yeah, not getting it. But I'm not know, getting it. I know yeah. we all got in. That was when we were talking about it. But, you know, there's there's decisions in life you got to make sometimes. Right. And it, it, it had a good premise. And then, like you said, I, I made the decision not to get it because I had already had like six books because of freaking DC at that point. So I was like, ah, nah, Eve, sorry, I gotta, I gotta drop your ass. Sorry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't like. I think I that really... was that was at the time we were getting Bad Mother as well. I believe another AWA, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Just good shit, man. Just real good stuff. We've been reading Source Point Press sometimes still. Shout out to Source Point Press because they, you know, I don't know if you see in previews, they got that big layout now. So our boys up there from they're spending money, the Motor City, uh, you know, Michigan and whatnot. They uh, they're doing pretty good out there, right? They're doing decent. So shout out really? to them, and we've had a couple good, you know, writers um, join us via them. So congratulations and. Just uh, great stuff, great stuff, Mike. I don't know if there's seasons in the comic book game. I'm not. I haven't. I guess you could say I'm not as seasoned as you to even know that. But are there seasons that it gets hotter? Or does books get hotter in the winter? Or is there um, more of them? You would think in the springtime comes summer. These writers and they want to take like time off and vacation. But DC maybe. won't tell me that. You know, they just keep firing off on all cylinders. It could be because right. things were. Delayed, as Alex will tell you, this could be stuff that was getting pushed back, didn't make it. Now it's all getting released. The paper shortage, the shortage, and all these supply chain issues could have been adding up. And now we could just be getting an onslaught of stuff. Who knows, man? But it's been uh, real great. Just uh, big right. publishers, smaller publishers, medium publishers. I want it all, baby. Comic bookies I, want it I, all. I think you. I think you might be right on a certain. You know, maybe there's more supply more material for these books now that more and more are starting to come out because <clears throat> specifically at work, you know, we're dealing with a little, uh, you know, a shortage problem, but we now have a long, long list of these parts that we should not back order anymore because now they're quote unquote healthy. So something like that. So I think quote, quote unquote whole, overstock now. 
Right. So like, the whole world, in, in a sense, hopefully is getting better as far as the shortages of maybe, you know, obviously wood that has to do with paper and, and so on and so forth. I don't see any news things about formula. Formula is fully stocked. So I don't know what they were distracting us from then, you know, Russia, wow. Ukraine, Russia, Dude. Ukraine or whatever. So there's like it was like a whole three, four week long thing. And all of a sudden, nope. So is this are the shelves stocked? I mean, I don't have a little I went one. To Cos- so I, I went to Costco attention. today. Yeah, I went to Costco today, and I had to get diapers and stuff. So in that area is formula full, back. full, full. That's good. Yeah, so it's, so it's good. Yeah. But it's just kind of weird how it was a, a big thing for like three or four weeks, right? Like I got Sean, you know, I went to Safeway because his, his place in Newark or Hayward or wherever didn't have it. But our place in Tracy had it, so I stocked up with him, met him halfway, you know, two days later in Dublin. I was like, yeah, it's freaking crazy. And then sure enough, I don't hear anything about it anymore, so – Hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's not an issue because that's very, very important to uh, the babies. I'd say feeding our kin, our kin is very important. Our hairs, we got to feed our hairs. <laughs> yep, not killing them. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that is pretty crazy. The way this story starting off with cobble pots, huh? And they're saying know, that know, they're right? saying so that Bruce. He's, he's they're, dead, saying, like... they're saying Bruce got him right. Right, because he he had the um, you know what's that cyanide pill. You know, oh yeah, he, he just popped it. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he walks in. Hey, what are you doing? And then freaking back. Yeah, him. yeah. yeah. So obviously, what do you yeah. think? <laughs> the nurse. Yeah, reminded exactly. me of that damn uh, Mayan scene. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so okay, so let's get into a. Few, I, I have a few um, stories to kind of end the uh, episode for the week. So Thor: Love and Thunder is premiering now on September eighth on Disney Plus, which is I think exactly two months after releasing in theater so that's a little soon in my opinion and my wife was saying too that you know as far as box office numbers and just viewership numbers and um you know um people who are reviewing the movie it's got to be down there with the top bottom three marvel movies of all time so i'm like ah damn i mean like okay that kind of you know you know bottom three right and in my mind, I'm like, okay, cool. That's enough for me to say I'm not going to go see it in theaters. I'll just wait for it to go on in Disney Plus. But I'm not going to then not watch it on Disney Plus. Like that's one of the like once it drops on like the Wednesday or whatever day they drop new stuff on Disney Plus, I'm watching it that weekend. Like you know, something that I still want to watch because I'm fully involved and fully you know committed to Phase whatever the hell they're on for. You know, so I don't know. It might be bad, but it's, I'm, that's it, not going to deter me away from it, watching it. Is it as bad as DC League of Super Pets? Do, do you know anything? Because I'm looking at the numbers right here. By the way, last weekend. Is that, is that already got, out? Yeah. I mean, you oh. had Dragon Ball Super uh, Superhero last weekend uh, the most. <laughs> and Beast, Bullet Train, Top Gun Maverick is still be- out beating. You mentioned I, that earlier. No, still out beating DC Leagues of Super Pets. I thought that was going to be bigger than, you know, I saw that. I told my daughter, I'm like, well, maybe we should go watch that. Um I think I we get a kick out of it, like knowing, like just you know, because they might get some help from like Green Lantern or Aquaman or Flash. I think it'd be a cool movie to to go see for the kids. It's for the kids, All right? For the kids, especially if you want to get them into that kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, so Lord, Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, but yeah, Top Gun again, man. What the hell? It passes Infinity War. 
it passes Avengers Infinity War for Ooh. sixth all time in domestic box office numbers at $679 million. How in the hell does Tom Cruise do it? Tommy. This is probably one of his last movies of all time he's ever going to do. Top Gun Maverick? Really? Tommy. It's go. It's it's heading in the direction for Black Panther. It might hit $700 million, which is Black Panther. Top five. When you think of the great movies, the great movies, a sequel to Top Gun sixth all-time domestic it's so in what we were talking about two weeks ago it's so freaking inflated with these the price of tickets stop give me what, what where does it where is it as far as asses and seats is it top 50 is it even top 100 i don't think so but like money okay fine the price of admission is like 17 dollars if you're gonna sit imax or or whatever but it's just absolutely unbelievable and mind-boggling to me that that that, that this movie is doing so well um, and especially so late in the game, right? I'm think what did they get like a 60 day release or a 90 day release for for you know movies usually sometimes, but not really sure um, you know uh, how long this how much longer it has, you know, uh, you know so. Yeah, brother, Top Gun, Tommy Cruise doing his thing again. Uh, obviously, man, just I gotta hand it to him though, man. At his age, still doing what right. he's gotta do. I think you mentioned his like it's like one of his last movies, but I think he's filming the or he's starting to film the next Mission Impossible or something like that. So he's the, the ageless wonder man, dude. It's Tom Brady acting. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Have you seen Top Gun Maverick? No, I, I'll, I'll definitely watch it now when it comes out on whatever streaming service. Should we, should we do it at TCB? Go together, grab some some popcorn, and do a review on it. Since it's should we add to the climbing should towards we? Black Panther on the box office ratings or what? But uh, I'm gonna go old, the old people matinee. Like give me like an eight dollar <laughs> movie. Right. Give me the first showing on a Sunday morning. <laughs> but man, I mean, congratulations! I think just I obviously. How do you think it would go? We talked about earlier the rise in popularity right now and wagering with NASCAR and everything. How would it go if we brought back that Days of Thunder, man? Uh, that'd be kind of right. wild. Wonder I th- wonder if it'd do as good. Probably not, but you never know, yeah. right? Just uh, bring them all back, man. Bring them all back. I think the movies that you can bring back and make good are definitely better than the sitcoms you can try to bring back and never prevail. How many times have they tried Full right. House? You know, the Say by the Bell. Those sitcoms, they bring them back. It's just. Like yeah, they have like the Hulu Prince. one, like how, how I Met Your Father. It's like yeah, the How I Met Your Mother, but it's like the. Yeah. The fresh. They're just not the same, I guess. It's just. Right. It's just times aren't the same either. People have YouTube. They're not sitting at home trying to, you know, pretend like they want to watch TGIF and sitcoms on Friday nights because, you know, they don't. Right. I think I think I read an article before when we before we jumped on. I, I, I didn't jump into it, but the title said like um, sh- people who stream like the number of streamers or the streaming hours or whatever is close to if not just past cable viewerships or like did you see that this week because like you're that. right it it is the numbers just came out and i think for the first time ever the streaming numbers outbeat the cable uh subscriptions right. or it yeah, had a picture, it had, a picture of 11. it had a picture of 11 on the picture on ign um uh, from stranger things and i was like oh damn like i knew it was going to happen eventually but i didn't really know when it was going to happen so that's pretty crazy until they get all bundled back up together, like we mentioned <laughs> before. 
because right. everyone's going to be sick of paying a la carte for everything. So right. they're going to have to bundle them back up together. And then what do you got? Cable TV, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right. Speaking so. of speaking of streaming, I was not able. It's actually a good thing because Sean's not on. But I was not able to stream and watch House of the Dragon. So it broke a record. It was oh. HBO. It was HBO's most watched premiere of any show ever. Was that last night, right? That was last night. It was uh, last Sunday night, Sunday night, the twenty first. Yep. Yes. Ten, ten, over ten million views in the first night of the first episode of this, of this new show. Ten, over ten million views. And guess what? That was the cause of thousands of of users, specifically on Amazon devices of HBO Max, Max sorry, crashing. Me and my wife, we you know we just finished packing uh, or unpacking from the trip. Took us like two and a half, three days, right? That's usually what happens, right? For a week long trip, unpack everything. Everything goes in the laundry. You got to put back your toiletries. You got to do this, do that, or whatever. And finally, we get a okay, cool. The kids are in bed. I got a few books to read for tomorrow's recording, but let's watch uh, House of the Dragon. Boom! Turn on the TV in, in the bedroom, which has a fire stick or has yeah an Amazon Fire Stick. Go to HBO Max. You click uh, episode one, watch, and all of a sudden it gives you the preview of like what's coming from HBO, like House of the Dragon. Um, you know. The, the Last of Us, a bunch of uh, movies and and shows coming back. Titans uh, season four, I think, new brand new season. But sure enough, really? as soon as it, yeah, as soon as it gets to like, oh, this is this show is TVMA for whatever, whatever, whatever. Boom, crashes, goes back to the um, homepage. I'm like, no, what is this? And of course, at that point, we're too tired to like go into the other room where it's just you know on the smart TV where it would have worked. So yeah. Ah. Didn't get to watch it. You gotta so pull we it up on the laptop, kid. Yeah, but we wouldn't. Nah, dude, I can't, you can't experience so what is Game this, of Thrones. What, yeah, what is this? It's like it's a, a prequel it's, it's or a something? Pre, it's a prequel, like generations. Like uh, like, like pretty much the story of like the, the Targaryen family. So, you know, Amelia Clark, who played Khaleesi in the first show, it's kind of like her family and her kind of family origin, right? Uh, so... More dragons, more killing, more everything Game of Thrones. Is this supposed you know? to be better or yeah. just different? Um, Hopefully better than, you know, the last season or two of Game of Thrones, the show. But I don't think anybody, anything can beat the first handful of seasons of Game of Thrones. Uh, unbelievable cinematography, unbelievable story, acting. Everything was really cool. How many seasons did it go? Seven, eight, five or six or something. Oh, was it seven? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't a Smallville ten seasoner? Don't worry. <laughs> but do you have any other uh, news? Because I have to. Because uh, uh, I, I have to cue the music. I'm sorry. Oh God, let me get let me get let me get some news. So you don't have to cue it up, man. Man, go <laughs> ahead, man. Who do we got yeah. a RIP to this week? So man? I mean, I have to I have to shout this out. It's not you know something normal like oh yeah you don't really have to say it, but it kind of affects me and my family. Ever since my me and my wife got married, uh, I've kind of adopted um, a tradition of hers where every single Christmas Eve. No matter what time before we go to bed, we have to watch It's a Wonderful Life. That old, like old 20s or 30s or 50s movies, right? So the, uh, and we have to watch the black and white version. But um, Virginia Patton Moss, she died at ni- age 97. She played Ruth D- Dakin Bailey, who's George Bailey's brother, Harry, his wife. So, you know, not a huge character in the movie, but just kind of, you know, I was scrolling through the, you know, scrolling through the news and stuff to write down notes. And I was like, oh, kind of affected, you know, I told my wife and she's like, oh, no. So, like, you know, 
one of her all-time favorite movies, top three for her for Christmas, because it has, you know, kind of holds the sentimental value, because she used to watch it uh, when, when she was younger, so now we've kind of adopted the same thing. Of course, the kids don't want to watch it. They don't want to watch some black-and-white movie from, like, the 40s or 50s, you know, but... Oh, I don't blame them. Right. right. Don't, so, don't do that to them, man. Right. Yeah. They watch Nightmare, they watch Night, Night, Nightmare Before Christmas or Home Alone or whatever, and then, like, hey, you want to watch It's a Wonderful Life? They're probably like, nah, I'd rather go to bed. <laughs> Christmas story. Right. Right. Uh, everyone loves that. It's a cult classic. I'm yeah, not that's not one of my favorites either. But, you know, like you said, being part of the cult, the Christmas cult. <laughs> right. So, so RIP to Miss Virginia Patton Moss, 97. So, a good run, you know, good run in life. But yeah, so I, I'm sorry. It wasn't like a huge necessary one this week, but just because for Jeez. me personally, I had to shout it out. To Any my wife. death is necessary. I mean, if it, you know, well, that's true. Yeah, they're in their entertainment business, and we have ties to them, and whatever mm-hmm. you know, why not? Right. So, Every, any, anything else, sir? I think that's it, man. Just man. Uh, episode one fifty seven is in the book, so there you have it. A collision course of sports and comics, like no other, like you've never heard before. Again, like every single week, we tell you, I can't think of anybody else that does it. I mean, of course, you got Seth Everett, who does two different podcasts, sports and comics and stuff, but comic books, too. He doesn't do comic books. He just does movie, TV, and all that good stuff. So nowhere else will you find the, anything like the comic books podcast. So, Mr. Mark, take us away, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. It was so great to have everybody back. Oh, uh, sorry. Not everybody, because Sean wasn't here today. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, dealing with some stuff, but it was great to be back. Just uh, doing it every two weeks sometimes is just not enough, right? It's good for us through the summer. We get to settle down and do some things and be with the family, but getting into the colder winter months and fall months and football season and hopefully our damn contest, our, you know, little mini super contest can freaking be just as close as it was last time man because it was a race and it was real close and it is fun and like we said earlier we are going to be coming to you guys live at a more uh custom time here on monday nights after monday night football 9 p.m pacific standard time mark your calendars put it on all your reminders list set your alarms because starting next week we will have our nfl preview show and then every week after that it will be every single week ladies and gentlemen live youtube come join us but yeah man once again we are brought to you as always by alex treasure island comics he keeps hooking it up make sure you guys check him out he's always getting new stuff all types of whatever you want and if you can't get it he can order it for you so the guy is great he's one of our favorites he's half the reason why this podcast is alive each and every week well now every week for you guys but yes check out our social media pages as always at the comic bookies the comic bookies at gmail.com if you want to send us an email if you want to send up uh interview anything we are down to talk to you the fans we love you guys this is episode 157 thank you for joining us tonight and uh join us again next week it has been fun and uh be safe out there guys oh yeah mark uh got some good news for the fans too welcome to the comic bookie passport the country of estonia so thank no. you so much for the handful of people who have downloaded us so far in Estonia. Uh, countries, uh, some notable countries that are back on the map of downloading: got India, France, 
you have Switzerland back on the map uh, downloading over the past 10 episodes or actually over the past Beautiful. week because these are brand new back on the map. So I don't have any brand new. I think I have, I'm looking at them. I'll have to, I'll have to report this next week. But um, we have the top five in the United States. The Bay Area is back. San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose is back at number one. Uh, Great Falls, Montana, number two. New York, New York at three. Boston, Massachusetts, and still standing strong in the top five is the state of West Virginia, specifically Wheeling. So thank you so much for all who's downloaded us. Thank you so much for all who's watching this YouTube video. And yeah, like Mark said, can't wait. Starting next week, this is now a weekly thing from now until Super Bowl, whatever the hell it is in uh glendale arizona but for uh sean who's not here he'll be back definitely next week for mark this is mike this is episode 157 of the comic bookies podcast enjoy the sports enjoy the comics and enjoy each other peace the hell out see y'all next week for the season preview peace and always enjoy each other enjoy the nascar enjoy college football starting up enjoy your team rounding out their preseason in the nfl because it is gonna start getting cracking in here We love you guys. 157. Peace out.